Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the episode of Stuck in a Bit of Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. And I'm Reflex. How you feeling, bro? Great, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. You need a you need a hair. We all need haircuts. Let's just leave it like let's just leave it at there. <laughs> let's just leave it there. I hit I hit my bar, bro. That man said 70 bucks for in-home visit. I said, bro, it's not worth it. Just uh we 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 just gonna troop uh troop the rest of this quarantine out looking bummy. It's all good. Everybody look bummy anyway. So I'm rocking the hat today. Appreciate everybody who's checking us out on return. Uh listeners and viewers on YouTube, hit that subscribe button if this is your first time. And the ringer, so you get updates every time we drop new episodes. Um, AK has been championing uh, the Couch Talk on Facebook every Thursday. So definitely check those out. We try to spin them around real quick, put them on YouTube for those who don't have Facebook. How's that going, by the way? Everything good with that? Everything's great with that, man. You know, the conversations are great. Um, the whole purpose of, you know, this is just to spark the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Us fighting or anything is about us um, understanding each other, you know, uh, understanding that we are uh, one blacks and if we don't recognize that first, it's going to be hard to even, you know, try and fight for one over, you know, the other. So we have to recognize we're one black first, reconcile that, uh, you know, parts and all that. So having, sparking that conversation, you know, create that avenue for people to start talking about it and start, you know, doing research and try to understand, you know, what um, we're dealing with, um, what's at hand and um, finding solutions to tackle that problem, so. I dig it, man, I dig it. Well, yeah, I've been checking it out, it's great stuff. We got a special guest in the building today. Still keeping, you know what I'm saying, keeping the people fed as far as interviews are concerned. She is awesome. You know, got a chance to spend some time with her this week as far as like just looking at her background. A software engineer, a strong community leader, with a goal of diversifying various areas in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. Please, please, please help us welcome Camille. It's your <laughs> mic stuck in the middle podcast. I hope I got that right. Camille, it's your Yes, mic. you got it right. Yes, uh, I fumble it's your mic. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. Excellent background. Uh, not just on Zoom, but, you know, your background as far as what you do and everything. <laughs> um, thank you so much for taking the time. I think a lot of people will really enjoy this. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Yep. For, starters, for starters, what is a STEMist? What is a STEMist? So I get that question a lot. A lot of people want to know what a STEMist is. Um, and it's just very self-explanatory. So STEMist is just um, a person who fights for equality um, for women in the science, technology, engineering, and mathematic fields and careers. Um, there's typically a high turnover rate in those fields um, for various reasons. And we just want equality, um, equal representation, um, you know, not even just that, but just making sure that technology encompasses us as well, too. Um, so that's really what a feminist is, a feminist is, excuse me, just fighting for equality in STEM fields. I like it. Who's Camille? Oh, who am I? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a very unique question. Um, Camille is just, you know, one small Nigerian girl who came, uh-huh. you know, to America at a young age. And, um, oh, excuse me. I don't know what happened. Oh, hello? Am I still here? Yeah, 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 you're good. You're good. We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. Okay. 
just like broke up. Um, so yeah, you know, I started off in the law field and I didn't like law school, so I abandoned it, you know, and went into the STEM field. Um, really, I like to cook. I turn up when I need to turn up, you know, um, oh God, I'm pretty chill. I feel like a lot of people think if you're in STEM, you're boring, but we're like very lit. Um, so don't sleep, you know, and I have to do my little zanku and everything. I do that at times too. And that's just who I am. You uh, started off in the law field and then went into the STEM career. And for most of us, you know, so these days, as far as millennials are concerned, and also, you know, um, mm -hmm. African-American in the sense of Nigerian, Cameroonian, Ghanaian, Americans. When we grow up, we encourage to either be law engineers, you know, or mm -hmm. doctors. Um, but you, you kind of like, you know, saying like circulating in those fields that our parents mm -hmm. are pushing us to. What was the passion or the idea behind switching from law to STEM or to engineering? Okay, so yeah, definitely. My passion behind moving from um, law into engineering was that law was just dry, and I'm not a dry person. Um, you know, when you go to law school, you start learning about the different aspects of how the law really is. And I used to believe that, oh, if somebody's a murderer, they're a murderer, you know, boom. Then you get to law school and you kind of learn that if they don't meet all the elements, they could get off, you know? And um, so I started doing research into other things. I actually had a friend named Tim Thalu, who was always talking about, you know, artificial intelligence and the future of technology and stuff like that. So, you know, it kind of sparked my interest. Um, so I went researching artificial intelligence and it was like super interesting to me as well as it was like, so prominent in the future like it's like this is what like very few women in the thing um i was just like well how am i supposed to find my pathway if there's nobody to show me the way so i have to show my own self the way and i realized that i could help more people in the long run switch into engineering than i would in the legal field Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, definitely. So STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Um, so, you know, you have the science, the sciences, basic, you know, chemical, bio, you know, um, biology, all those different types of science-related fields. Um, then you have technology. Um, so that's like your tech jobs, um, whether it's like a um, software developer, or you know an IT type of person you know that's the T for technology anything dealing with technology based um, then you have the engineering you have the aerospace engineering um, you have the chemical engineering you have the um, civil engineering you have like those and that's more so a combination of of course <clears throat> math um, and infrastructure in some sense you have the electrical engineering then you have mathematics so that's the people who love all that math stuff and data and sciences and everything like that too well data sciences could go um another portion too but you know people who do calculations and stuff are in the mathematics portion so there's different roles in stem and there's different there's technical and there's non-technical so a lot of people ask me how do i get into a stem role or how do i get into tech or how do i get into engineering and I always say like, well, what do you want to do? Because there's technical and there's non-technical. You know, some people might not want to program. So they might want to be a project manager or they might want to be um, an HR specialist in one of those type of fields. So it's really all about what the person wants to do because technology, STEM period, there's, you can be an HR, you can be a creator, you can be a marketer, you know, there's so many different things to do within the field. With such a, you know, um, lack of representation and in a field that's so diverse, like you just, you know, 
detailed out that you can really just go into any niche and build a career in. With such a lack of diver that you know, say representation as far as even minority women and you being a you know a, a woman of uh, of color yourself, who who do you look up to? You know what I mean? Like who who's your inspiration? So I think that was like the biggest thing that I, I kind of had to emphasize when it comes to. Um, who and I don't really have to she talking about the lack of double minorities. You know, I'm a double minority. I am a black woman. You know, I'm Nigerian, but you know, I'm a brown black minority. And I was like, since I didn't have a role model, I have to start being a role model for other people so that people don't have to go through what I went through. You know, and I haven't really gone through any struggles per se, but just looking like if I have a question right now, I would have to go on Google to find it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have somebody that I can call or email. Say, hey, you know, I want to use TensorFlow to build this, da, 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 da. what do I do? I don't have that. And that's just because, you know, there's not a lot of people who were interested in paving that way. Or they might be there, but they don't know how to visually put themselves in the forefront. So that's kind of why I got into what I got into, so that if people have questions, they can come to me and I can help them out too. Dig it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so funny enough, a lot of people don't realize that I did not have all the engineering skills when I got my first job as an engineer in aerospace engineering, um, which was last year, actually. Um, and one of the skills that I have that was like super not technical at all um, was my interpersonal skill thing that a lot of people don't realize and when you're doing your job when you're working on a team you can work with a lot of different people so when you're looking at top skills having those interpersonal skills is very important um, apart from interpersonal skills of course you know a lot of people as well they lie so like you're going to an interview and they're asking you, well, what do you know? Like, what can you do? Or how proficient are you in X, Y, and Z? People start lying. And what, you know, and it depends on where you are in your career. If you're just switching into engineering from a different field, most are, they don't expect you, most good companies, because our company is good. She asked me during my interview how proficient I was in one of these languages. And I told her, I said, look, sis, <laughs> I didn't say sis. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not as proficient, <laughs> but I can learn. So being teachable was like one of my biggest things that helped me get this job. Um, um, and she was just like, thank you for being honest. So many people come to these interviews and they lie about programs that they've used they lie about things they've built when really we're going to teach you as we go on the job being honest learning you know being able to learn wanting to learn is really big that's what helped me break through so i didn't have all the technical skills and even now i'm still developing more technical skills um as i go through my own personal journey mm. that's and that's you know that's very key as far as like you know in this field being being able to stay hungry and learn what the field like STEM and you know in science and engineering engineering that's constantly evolving. Um, you, I don't know if you just got accepted into your doctorate program in GW George Washington University or that has completed 
Uh, I don't know if I should say congratulations uh, in, a, in advance or in advance. So talk to us about that and what kind of research are you going to be doing if you're going into that doctorate uh, program? Okay, yeah. So I recently just got accepted into DW's doctoral program for engineering. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, turn up, turn up. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you. So um, the research that I'm really going to be focusing on, and of course, I'm a real big believer of, of course, you tailor things to your what you want to do. So my focus is predominantly artificial intelligence. Um, and that's so trying to figure out what exactly what kind of which way I want my research and my um, outcomes and everything to be, but it's predominantly AI. Like everything that I want to do um, is in artificial intelligence, and I got into the program because one, it's a credential builder. You know, um, having you know the title and the degree behind you helps you in the field. It kind of helps you as a leading expert because once you get a doctorate, that's the highest degree in that field. Um, so part of my personal statement, I let them know the truth. I was like, this degree isn't just for me. Um, this is for the people that I can help with my degree. Uh, you know, some people go into medicine and say, want to help people? Well, I went into engineering because I want to help people. And I believe that my degree will also give me the credentials to kind of get me into a little bit more positions so that I can bring other people up too. Because that's like one thing I don't like, like when people make it to the top and they're like living their thing, popping their bottles and everything, they forget the people that also want to make it up. And so with my degree, I'm going to go up and I'm going to keep bringing people up with me. And we're just going to keep going back and forth. Okay, um, I would say from an educational perspective, there needs to be a lot more funding for getting women into STEM. Like, way more funding. A lot of people don't know how to get funding or where to get it from or if it's even possible. And there's a lot of funding out there, but it's not advertised um, in a way for people to figure it out. Um, apart from that, it's also a two-way street. You know, companies need to go out of their way to make sure that when they're hiring women, first of all, that they are hiring women of um, color. Um, as well as keeping them, retention, because turnover rates with minority women in these companies, with women in general, is already high in these types of endeavors. But just kind of providing resources, providing an environment in the workplace that's going to encourage the woman to keep growing in her field too. Because it's one thing to hire a woman, a black woman in STEM, um, but it's something to keep her and keep her, you know, hungry and invested in the company. Because whenever she's in there, she can keep elevating going up going up giving people more opportunities she can go ahead and bring other people up with her um you know another additional thing is just kind of letting people know that it's possible even if you're in another field and you decide you know you don't like maybe you're a, i don't know a nurse or something and you figure that you don't like nursing um you can get into a stem role you can get into a science or you can get into a technology or engineering or mathematics role um, there's so many different avenues. Nobody's journey is the same. My journey is very different. I was in law school. I ditched law school after like my one L year and I was like, peace. And I went mm -hmm. on and I got into a master's program for engineering. I didn't even know I was going to pass. Hey, God, again. <laughs> they gave me a plus. <laughs> hey. giving me an A. I was shocked too. So, <laughs> I, 
don't tell my parents I've left school until I get and see what I get in the semester. Before you know it, they said, oh, congratulations, you got a 4.0. I said, it's me. It's a lie. But they're <laughs> upwards. I like it. With, you know, the world is like so different right now, you know, unprecedented times with the COVID-19. We're constantly, you know, like shifting and changing the way we interact with each other. Like this interview, you would have normally come into our studio, but now we're talking to each other, you know, uh, physically distance. How or what are some three or five tips for engineering students like yourself to keep their interests and skills sharp? You know, as far as like staying at home right now, how can they keep their skills and mm -hmm. interests sharp? You know, being that we're uh, stuck in a crib, stuck at home right now. Mm -hmm. Wow, well, this depends on what kind of engineering that they're into, right? So there's a lot of different things that engineers can do from home. Um, one thing that I spoke about on my Instagram page was the Raspberry Pi. Raspberry Pi, it's like a little mini system computer type thing that people could get and they can like build projects at home. You know, it's really a, a smart home system with Raspberry Pi, but you can literally get it. You can go online to YouTube and you can have like a step-by-step -step process on how to build, whether it's face recognition system, um, you can build a type of camera, you can build a robot, you can do so many different things and it's really not as difficult as you think. So you buy it on Amazon, it can come to you in like what, two or three days, Amazon Prime. And mm -hmm. um, you can build that, you can learn, you can actually have a tangible item and say, this is what I've built. Um, number two, what else people can do, they can do LinkedIn learning, they can do Udemy, Coursera, take those classes, learn more about it so that even if you don't use it right now, when you go to an interview, you don't know what they're gonna ask you. They might ask mm -hmm. you what an OOP is, you're like, oh, uh, object-oriented programming. You know, you'll be able to answer the thing and be sharp on your feet because you don't know what they're going to ask in these interviews. Like, you just never, sometimes they ask you off the wall things. People are like, oh, wow. Like, one time I had an interview um, for one of these companies. They asked me, how does the internet work? And mm -hmm. I was like, what do you mean? How does the internet work? They're like, there's 10 steps. Like, how technically does the internet work? You enter the DNS, I'm oh, sorry, my thing. You know, you enter this, you enter that. So just being prepared for any question that they ask. So by using online learning platforms. Um, number three, I would say, you know, put yourself out there. If you are trying to get a job in one of the big tech companies or one of the top aerospace companies as well, or even small companies, you have to be out there for people to see you. You know, the typical way of getting hired isn't always through going to the website and applying for the job. You know, a lot of hiring, people will see you visually, see what you're doing in your field, and they'll reach out to you, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't focus on branding. Branding is really important. Putting out content, relevant content, high quality content, and things people can learn from, companies will start coming to you. Instead of you going to them, they might say, hey, we saw your project online and we want to interview you. And then you have a job. So really focusing on building your brand um, and building a very professional um, internet presence too, because a lot of employers, they're typing people up on Google. Like, who's this person? They go on Google, they see your mugshot from three years ago. You know, mm -hmm. you don't know what they're gonna see. So you wanna make sure that you have content. So when somebody Googles your name, they're gonna be like, okay, this person is somebody of substance. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's three tips. I think that's enough. So. Yeah, that's, that's good. I think you do, you're doing a great job, by the way, with your online presence. People go on your Instagram, it's oh. like, that's a lot to learn and a lot to glean from. So oh, wow. that's, 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 that's dope. That's dope. Thank you. 
Wow. So I literally was doing, when I went to Nigeria for a year, I was literally like, I'm going to use AI to save Nigeria. Um, AI can change Nigeria's life as AI can change anybody's life. And you see how it changes America's life. Um, AI can help people from various health, um, healthcare aspects, financial sectors, even in real estate, you know, there's little mm -hmm. things, every sector can benefit from AI. But the problem right now with the lack of AI presence in Nigeria um, is the lack of infrastructure, right? Um, I think that there needs to be a more concrete and stronger infrastructure for us to be able to go back home and successfully implement AI into the economy. You know, even little things, for example, like let's look at um, blockchain technology. So blockchain technology is one of the emerging technologies. Little things like digital ledgers. When somebody is selling real estate, let's say you want to go and buy a land. There's a lot of problem with people reselling the same land and people are getting finessed. Even mm -hmm. things like tokens with blockchain, you're able to have a digital ledger and you're able to really verify who really owns this land before you get into a whole fraud situation. That's an example of using blockchain, which is one of the emerging technologies along with AI and cloud computing and stuff like that. So AI can help with healthcare in so many different ways. It, it, it can revolutionize Africa, period. And I love that there's so many young people now. I, I get messages from people in Nigeria like, oh, I want to get into AI, I want to get into data science. And we need people in data science because we need data to feed into the AI. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it'll be amazing for Nigeria, it'd be amazing for any African country, but the problem is it needs to be regulated and then it needs to be built with a purpose, not just to make money, but to actually help people. Um, because even in America, the problem that we have with artificial intelligence is that it's not regulated. It's like a freestyle thing out here. You build some technology, you do what you do. It doesn't matter if it doesn't like black people, if it doesn't like white people, nobody knows that, but you built the code. So, but AI could really change Nigeria. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I dig it. Um, one big conception about women in STEM that we are inferior in a sense. Some mm -hmm. men think that, oh, engineering or math or science or chemists are a man's job when women are actually the ones who we got a little something going on too and i feel like a lot of women are are more than capable of successfully implementing different type of protocols within the field to um to push it forward like there's so many things that women contribute in the stem field whether it's just having that different perspective because you know most of the world growing up was always men 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 in these types of fields now that it has women in there there have been some new i have one friend corey grace and she's been working on this research project for prostate cancer you know stuff like that like there's so many things that women can do that people undermine and then number two we look good a lot of people think mm. that STEM girls don't look good or we don't dress up or we don't look cute. We look good. So not only is our work ethic great, but we look great. So mm. that's another misconception because that's how we have the hashtag. Um, this is what an engineer looks like. If you ever go on social media, type in, I look like an engineer or this is what an engineer looks like. My sister, all they have to do that... is go and look at your video, your don't rush video. <laughs> exactly, which is why I'm really proud of that video. A lot of people were like, oh, wow. Like, I'm just like, mm -hmm. you see, you can be cute and smart. That's the mm -hmm. best combination. 
you know what I'm saying? Not to not to dig too much in your bag real quick. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned that that job from last year. How much how much uh, how much they pay you for the eligible bachelors out there who want to slide in the DMs and say, and secure yeah, they a smart they pay more than enough. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> We'll she said, she said, bring your own money, aka bring your own money. <laughs> <laughs> so the, but the, not, the salaries but not, and those skills are pretty good. What are you, what are you most curious about right now? In terms of what? Anything, the first thing that comes to your mind. I'm most curious about how the world, for example, I'm most curious about how we're going to return to quote unquote normal after this virus. Normal. What are you most curious? Yeah, what are you most curious about right now? Anything. I think that's a very similar, apart from like my investment portfolio right now, it's looking real good. Um, I'm very curious about the way the world is going to return, how the economy is going to return. Little things like traveling, church. I know like some airlines are taking out the middle seat, you know, to social distance, which then they lose revenue. So does that mean it's going to be a spike in plane tickets? or going to be a decrease in plane tickets within a freaking, you know, it's just so many different things like that that I'm, about education how are people going to go back to school how are organizations how are football players going to football or how are basketball players going to basketball you know a lot of programs have shifted online which i think is actually makes sense because online programs from a from let me say this too because a lot of people oh, that's random i'm off a tangent but online programs are very good if you go to one at a reputable school don't be doing all those kata kata low-end schools who are online because then you won't have the benefit of having the school's name affiliated to the help you get a job, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, but mm -hmm. I agree with you. The new normal post-corona has kind of been on my mind. I dig it. Listen, Camille, we've entered a segment in this podcast, in this interview, where I ask you a, a bunch of a bunch of random questions in rapid fire, and you have only a few words to answer them. I don't know if you're ready. You ready? Sure. All right. It's what we call rapid fire questions. Like I said, you have a few words to answer. What song will you dance to entering your wedding on your wedding day? Uh, I will live by flavor. Windows or Mac? Mac. What are you not very good at? Working out right now because of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite? What's the What's your favorite thing in your closet right now? Um, wow, one of my suits. What, uh, what, what, how would you describe the color yellow to somebody who was born blind? Um, bold. I like that. Hey, that's, that's, that's smart. Would you rather know how you would die or when you would die? I know that's a, that's a, that's a scary one, but it's a real question. Would you rather how? know how you would die? Okay. What? Would you rather win $10,000 alone or help your best friend win $50,000? I mean, I have my best friend win $50,000. I have my best friend. What is your favorite website or app? Um, Robinhood. <laughs> Robin. Oh yeah, yeah, the investment app. Who is your favorite role model or heroes or heroine? Um, favorite would the um, my mom actually. Shout out to Momsy. Shout out to Momsy. Yeah, you did good. You did good. You did good. That was dope. That was dope. I gotta pick your brain about Robin Hood, by the way. I just got into that joint, so maybe 
Maybe a brother like oh, me. Oh yeah, let me put you on my. I'm up. I'm up. You know, Robin. Hey. Yeah. So I, I, I got you. <laughs> bet, 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 bet. What What advice do you have for um young young um individuals who want to break into STEM? Like I said, go in there with the passion. Go in there with the reason. Don't just go into STEM because you want to make money. Because sometimes you might start off entry and the money might not make sense to you. Um, as time goes on, of course, you'll make more, but just go into STEM with passion, have a drive, um, want to learn, be teachable. When they ask you something in an interview, be very honest. It's better that you're honest now than you expose later for being a liar. Um, and honestly, just don't, don't be discouraged. Once you get in, you're in. Like once you get into the field, it's easier for you to kind of get your feet wet. So don't be discouraged. And if you ever need help, just hit me up. And I'm always helping people. Um, and I would love to help anybody else who needs help with anything, whether it's getting in or getting out, you know, going up or going down, whatever. Speaking of getting in contact with you, how can people reach you? Oh, well, they can reach me by email. They can reach me by LinkedIn, Instagram. My inst do, do I tell them my Instagram or do I not tell yeah, them yeah, my Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how, like, you know, the, the means like your Instagram name or, yeah, your Instagram name. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, Camille Isioma. So it's my first name, Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-I-S-I-O-M-A. -I -I um, and then from there, you can kind of find me in like other avenues. And email I S I O M A Cam C A M at gmail .com. And I'm like always available to help people. I dig it. Appreciate that. Yo, thank you so much for, for taking this time to speak to us. Always encouraged to see, you know, saying like beautiful brown girls killing it in the science engineering field. Um, AK and myself, we both in the field as well. So this is uh, this has been dope. This has really been dope. I, I learned yeah, one or two sure. things. Yeah. I hope, I hope, thank I hope you. most people are gonna I really hope that people are going to watch this and, you know, be inspired to definitely um, use this, this COVID, you know, times um, while we're home and, you know, try and break into this field for those who are actually interested into, um, you know, IT or STEM and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, if you are returning, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. If you enjoy what you heard or listen, uh, we are on Spotify, Apple Mute, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, of course. Subscribe and leave a review. And uh, thank you so much, Camille. It's your mat. Stopping by, kicking oh, with us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank All right. you. Thank you. Listen, so, this week. All right. This thank week, you. All right. Have a good one. This week, we have uh, interesting, interesting cowboys uh, talk coming up. We're talking um, cross cultural relations and tribalism. Mm -hmm. It's going to be live on YouTube, 7, 7 o'clock Thursday. Is that right, AK? Yeah. Is it Facebook? Are we gonna do Facebook or YouTube? Yeah, we can. We, uh, Facebook, Facebook. We can do Facebook. Yeah. That way, you know, what I'm saying all the tribes, the tribal, tribal yeah. people that we, you know, we know are gonna poke and poking. <laughs> Let's stick to our regular course, man. From Facebook Live, seven p.m. Thursday. Yeah, um, yes, the sir. cast is gonna be very diverse. You know, what I mean, uh, uh, it's gonna be hosted by Reflex himself. Uh, yeah, go pick up that book, man. Congratulations yes, again on your, on, you know, on you dropping your debut novel. Why am I putting this thing for you? Go ahead, man. <laughs> Go pick up my book. It's on Amazon. It's called No Such Thing as Halfway in Novel. Uh, I wrote it, you know, with a lot of, a lot of oomph. So go pick up a, a dope read to read while you're quarantined. Um, it's your man. She's still here. Go pick up a book, Camille. Uh, I wrote it. Please, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, okay. it's my novel. It's my novel. Okay, I'll get it. 
No problem. All right. I'm gonna send you a link. I'm gonna Bye send you a link. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. I appreciate y'all checking in and uh have a good one. Yep. Stuck in the podcast. We out. We out.